I'ma say what I feel And I promise to keep it real Welcome to the Red Room Well, you gotta be a rider Till your fears are diminishing The doubts are behind ya It's hard to grind And the business got me stressed In the rent room We let that shit up off our chest You know the street nerd has got no time for no caca Sass in class Yes, that's Mr. Bolakaja Never have to guess When you're listening to Hillier He gon' bring more game Than a shark playing billiards It's all about the crap of screenwriting It's exciting when you turn an outline Into something enlightening Your pen and words Are like bullets in a gun Write what you feel Say what you want Welcome to the Rant Room. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest, and you guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room. We keep it real. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what, Chris? Wakanda, Wakanda forever. forever. We cool like that. We that. Ain't that cool? <laughs> <laughs> so y'all know cool. how we do it on the Rant Room. <laughs> on this show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture, but our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft, and shit like that. Uh, Lisa Bolakaja is out for the moment, but we are here. We're about to get it in for y'all, so enjoy the show. So, uh, Chris Derrick in the house. What's up? What to do? You out at the parties and stuff, drinking gin and juice. <laughs> I gotta just say my one thing, man. I gotta say my one thing. <clears throat> Dolomite is my name, and fucking up niggas is my <laughs> game. <laughs> <laughs> that movie, I saw that movie last yeah, night. Yeah, I watched man. it last night it too. Was, it's funny. I it's saw, it. I saw it yesterday afternoon, and I loved, it's loved, a gem. loved it. It is a gem. It is a gem. It is so good to see like uh, Eddie Murphy back in his mm-hmm. form. Yes, right? yes, in his yes. Form. It's mm-hmm. like he he hasn't missed a beat. And it's funny because I was watching him recently in that Seinfeld driving in cars with coffee thing yes, whatever. I haven't watched that yet, yes. <clears throat> and he's like skinny again. Yeah. But I was like, well, he really committed and just put that weight on, yeah. took his clothes off. I was like, he really committed yes. to that. Because yes. he's yes. known as being kind of good looking. Yeah, kind of good looking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was writing an email to Scott this morning, mm-hmm. the, you know, Alexander, one of the writers, and uh, I just, uh, I haven't finished it, but he's, uh, I mean, it was such a funny movie. There were so many, so, so many good moments. The woman who played like Lady Reed oh, was so her. awesome. That's like, the big girl. Yeah, the big yeah, girl. Yeah. yeah. I was telling her. I was telling Chris when we came in. She reminds me of, of and I love Monique, yes. but she reminds me of Monique, like where Monique could have went. Right. Like totally. she, she has a, she's a little lighter, a little more likable, yes. just a little. You know what well, I mean? She's a lot more likable yeah, than yeah, Monique. Yeah, yeah, sure. I, I, yeah sure. I would agree. I think. Yeah. I think she's. I want to see her in a lot more stuff. Me, me too. Yeah. No. And I would agree. She's a lot more likable. Than, than than Monique only because she's more vulnerable than Monique. That's yes. what it is. She is just a vulnerable human being. Okay. She brings that to the role. Mm-hmm. Yes. She she brought and, and she brought a vulnerability vulnerability to the role mm-hmm. that was unexpected. And even even you know in that scene when they were in the limo before the premiere. Oh, I love that when, scene. I, I love love I love that. Yeah, that yes. entire scene was was killer. Mm-hmm. But for her, <clears throat> she was thanking you know thanking Dolomite. Yeah. Um, you know for for just like creating a role right. for women. Well, you know and that at, was at current. Time, that was current. Yes. yes. That that was current to what's going on today. Socially yes. relevant, yes, but sure. it, but the way she delivered it, and this was this is like this this is um, tra- transcends uh, acting. This is like her as a human being. You could tell right. that there's a vulnerability there that she kicked in to kick right. to another gear. She was literally speaking for herself as 
a bigger sized mm -hmm. black woman, yes. right? With all of her greatness and all of her beauty, having mm -hmm. that opportunity. Right. There was, she was, she was absolutely speaking realness there. For sure. Well, so you think, you know, the scene when she's first introduced, when she gets in that little fight in the club. <laughs> 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 I mean, that's yeah. such a really cool right. scene. I mean, that scene, with, that scene when, like, that, what's that, what the, the, She pulled a Sophia on her. Yeah. Oh, don't yeah. do it, Sophia. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, but that, that little aftermath scene, yeah. the, 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 Eddie walks up to her and like mm -hmm. introduces himself you know it's like that uh, that's the scene that makes you go who's this woman right. so, and, and what I really love is that it's like you know he meets her in like whatever Tallahassee Florida mm -hmm. or some chitlin circuit thing and then and you see this interesting transformation mm -hmm. from when she's like this is countrified at, like countryfied nature to her that gets kind of like moved out as she gets as, as she starts moving through the film and gets in, like inducted into Hollywood I mean like one of my favorite scenes in the movie that had me laughing out loud was when she asked that she asked spoiler alert by the way yeah <laughs> all I mean, of it has been <clears throat> I mean, she asked that white guy so why are you in this movie he's like well I specialize in playing the evil <laughs> that, white man that was hilarious that was hilarious <laughs> it was like straight out of Hollywood yeah. oh, yeah. oh yeah it was so good no, it's really, really really good I mean it's fantastic yeah. no, no, and no, even it's even fantastic. the intro to how they met mm -hmm. it was it was it was written really well i'd love to see how that looks on the screen on, on yeah, the page yeah. <clears throat> that they have scott for that script mm -hmm. i am um and so like like for instance when they meet their meet is a cool meet she thinks he's hitting on her mm -hmm. right right totally. but there's a little bit of subtext going on because he sees something else in her yeah. but the dialogue reveals how funny she is yeah totally. you yeah, know what i mean by sure. and witty and whatever and i was like sure. and his character was smart enough to catch on to that mm -hmm. he was actually ahead of the game Mm -hmm. Even 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 like the yeah. opening scene with him and Snoop, he was ahead of the game. Going, Absolutely. dude, I'm telling you, this is the shit. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no. Yeah. I mean, look, this like that that just just that whole story, right? right. It's just um, it's just when someone knows that they have something, no matter what, the mm -hmm. world is telling you, like, and they and you just know, and right. you're just going after it, no matter what. Right. And that was and that was just proof positive. I mean, everything was against this man. Absolutely yeah. everything. Uh -huh. I mean, there's all he, that, fought, he fought to the end. Yeah, is that? I mean, I you know, I think it's yeah, he was a complete underdog. Complete underdog. Oh, I complete love underdog. Yeah, every sure. You know, uh, just the, that scene in the diner. You know, mm -hmm. when they, like when like near the end when he's like, you know, you know, you know, you bought that extra plate of, of collard right. greens. Yeah. Like, that's a great <laughs> scene. I think I was telling here earlier. I think that Ruth Carter is going to get another Oscar, not at least nomination for uh -huh. the costumes. Yes, because that scene when the he's wigs walking, were horrible, but the costumes. Yeah, were good. yeah. <laughs> but, but I'm, I'm, saying, I'm saying right now that white tuxedo and hat thing oh, he yeah. has yeah, when he's walking yeah, into. I was right. like, what is this? No, no, no. That, that, what that, is that was crazy. And I was like, what is this? At the end, when he went to, to the premiere. Oh yeah, that and outfit. Had, and, and that outfit, like, you know, like it's weird. Uh, it, it went it, to the back. It, it, had, like, yeah. a, it yeah. had a little sailor yeah. cape in the back. Exactly. No, they don't wear a cape no more. I, I thought it was gonna fly. I was like, "What is going on here?" You know, fly, Robin, fly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> now, my last thing on this was that what I, which I think is hilarious, is that they show up in a red limo. You know, it's like. Who has a red limo? That's right. just crazy. Well, this is the seventies. Everything was yeah. flashy, so yeah, for sure. Totally, absolutely. Um, anyway, but I, we encourage everybody to go see the movie. Yeah. Um, well, go see. Well, it's not even movie theaters anymore. Right. It's just Netflix, on Netflix. Yeah. Well, that's the one Check thing I was telling uh, you know that I really, I, I, um, I don't like the fact that this movie is a Netflix only film because. Mm -hmm. You know what? You know I'm working on this other project. I'm about how technology is affecting our relationships as people, and I, you know, and the big thing is is that, you know, technology, like it allows us to communicate with anybody, like anytime, <clears throat> anywhere, right. immediately. 
um, but it but it puts a distance between us, you know, because because if you were to take a conversation that you had with someone on a text, mm-hmm. and if you had that with someone in person, it would feel like the most awkward, rude conversation mm. because this that language is so kind of like truncated. Sure. And I say that because it's like one of the things that I I noticed the most about going to the movies to the theater to seeing something, especially with comedies, is that is that the connection you have with the other people in the audience, to, like like to times to laugh, right. you know? Cause like I'm sitting there laughing a few, t- um, you know, a, a bunch of times out loud, mm-hmm. like in that, when I'm watching it at home. Mm-hmm. But I know if I was in the theater, I'd be laughing a lot more. Right. And, and I bet, I wonder if you guys have the same thing where, <clears throat> because we, we all are writers, and, and I'm a former performer, I know what it's like to be on the stage, especially if it's a live event. So I'm the person that if I go to see any, like if we were going to see one of your projects, right. and it was a, something funny, I would laugh out loud, because I would tell the audience, you can't. Yeah, that's <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Because right. right. people, yeah. people are like, I don't want to be the one. Uh, Laughing out loud, you but, know you, have, but I mean? you have to. And exactly, I, th- I think exactly. with comedies, you can't, you know, I mean, that, and the, the genius of Eddie Murphy is, is that I, you know, mm-hmm. like he can make you do that. He right. can make you do that in a way that is not necessarily script-driven. Mm-hmm. Uh, his behavior, I mean, like, I mean, I think the last time I've seen him this good was like um, in Bowfinger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He totally committed I, to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's so good yeah. in this. No, yeah. he's 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 so great <clears throat> in this. But but mm-hmm. I mean, okay, but this is the thing, because mm-hmm. you know I'm all about technology, um, and and. And I'm about humanism, right? Yeah, and, the, right. And, the two, and the two do the, there's the, the two do not always meet. <laughs> yes. right? there's, there is a clash, um, but there's a much larger larger conversation here. As you know, I don't necessarily like this film only being on Netflix because then we have to look at the business. Yeah. Is this a film, right? <clears throat> yeah. That you know, given given that Eddie Murphy hasn't been right in, right. in the box office for quite some time. Mm-hmm. I mean, not, now if we talk about like the business of it all, right. is this a film that actually would attract? A large enough audience hmm. right now um, that the people will go out and see it, right? And and uh, so and, and we know all three of us. I think we, so. We know great, I, I know it's, it did really well from when you hear it about on on Netflix. And they're not telling you what the numbers, yeah, are, no, but no, they're but, saying that it's right, right, right. But, but 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 it's easy. It's easy to have a Netflix account and just and just yeah. turn it on. Right. You know? It's no, easier to do that thing than go to the movies. You're, you're absolutely right. I also think that you know it's it's tough to do. Um, and it's tricky, I think, for Scott and Scott and Larry because they specialize in doing these biopic stories about mm-hmm. kind of obscure <clears throat> right. people, and it's harder to watch. I mean, you know, you, you, like if this was a the Ray Charles movie again, mm-hmm. that's going to go to the theater because right. he's right. so famous. Right. But right. I don't know if people know enough who Rudy Ray Moore is to want to go to see this. Now, now the movie could the movie could stand on his own business-wise on the strength of Eddie Murphy alone mm-hmm. if he had a, a few more hits in the last five or six well, years. That's a good point. Yes, you know, but exactly. he, but he yeah. hadn't, so then that becomes the issue. You know, mm. But, you know, he's almost... Sounds like it actually is a smart play. It's, yes, it's, it's, totally. it's, totally, it's totally a smart play. Yeah. It's a really mm-hmm. smart play to do the movie. You know, it, I mean, this type of movie, everything like that, I mean, sure, it's, this movie probably doesn't get made unless it goes to Netflix. Right. But exactly. I But I feel that, like, but my issue is that, I just say this Netflix per se but you know but Netflix has an issue because of the way they haven't been able to to find the model yet where they can put a movie in the theater and people you know uh, people will see both people will see it because the thing is is that that the big theater chains don't 
like won't take Netflix movies, right? Because they say <laughs> if it's gonna come out within like a thirty days after you uh, in the theater, mm-hmm. or sometimes less, they were saying like two weeks. Sometimes they mm-hmm. they don't want to take the movie because no mm-hmm. one wants to risk, right, 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 right. You know that, all that that's, stuff. That's starting to change. That's starting yeah. to change because you know what. They need movies, okay? Right. They need movies, they number need one. They need the content, right? And it, it, they, need, they need the content, number one. And Netflix has the money. So it's starting yeah. to change because of that. But it's yeah. also starting to change because something else because Netflix has now begun to buy theaters. Yeah. So this yeah. is another... So now we're yeah. having a different conversation. Yeah. They for a while on their own for a yeah. while. Wow. Yeah, yeah, they basically <laughs> said, you know, fuck you, and yeah. we're going to buy our own theaters, mm. and we're going to prove the model, and that's what they're doing. Okay. Yeah, because I think there's something <laughs> where... I saw the billboard yesterday for The Irishman, the Scorsese mm-hmm. film, yes. and it said... Uh, coming... Well, it said, like... Um, yeah. Coming to theaters on uh, November first. Mm-hmm. Coming to Netflix on November twenty seventh. Mm-hmm. So they're giving it like, or maybe even November third. So they're giving oh, it. That'll be on so Netflix so, yeah, too. Is the it, Irishman. It, well, because it's a Netflix movie. Because because no one's uh, to pay I didn't for look it. Into that. Okay. But I, I, what she's saying is true. Is I mean, is that <clears throat> is that they're gonna put out in the theater to make that play? See, hmm. I think the issue with something like Dolomite, in as a theatrical play, is. The fact that there's not like tiered pricing is why that movie is 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 not in a theater. Because because mm. I think that if the theaters would it, and it's a big deal, they have to kind of deal with the industry and everything like this. Is that if if you know this is a movie that you might not want to pay eighteen fifty for, mm-hmm. but you would pay ten dollars for it. You know, right? And I, I feel I, I agree. I agree. But and, and but let us <clears throat> not forget also it's the promotion of that movie. Yeah. You know they. They just don't want to pay for the promotion of that movie right. at the level that it would take to really get it out there, like like Marvel money, right? yeah, Marvel right. money, and that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, look, I, I think I think that just looking at this, um, that subject matter, right, which mm-hmm. was like a, a, a more obscure, mm-hmm. right, more obscure, the comeback of Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. like this was proving a model. <clears throat> this mm-hmm. was proving a model, and then we'll see what happens next. And, and he's about it, to do a stand up. So you know that's gonna be crazy. Yeah, yeah, totally. yeah. Absolutely. I'm so excited. About I heard him say, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I heard him read somewhere. Yeah. He was like, "I can't do the leather suit again." I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "I was like, oh, you're not going to. You might want to for exactly. nostalgia's sake, but nostalgia is not necessarily necessary." Well, on so. that on that episode that he did with um, Seinfeld, they talked about it, and, and Seinfeld was like, "Like a like, dude, like you're somebody I look up to. Why the fuck aren't you doing comedy?" And Eddie's like, ah, man, you know, so much time goes by and you just kind of, if you don't keep your wheels, he's like, no, people will come to see you. He's like, let's just start doing small, like he literally starts pushing them. So that's why I wasn't surprised that five months later, whatever we're hearing, he's going to do it. Well, you know what I'll tell you, I remember, like, I remember right after Seinfeld went off the air Mm -hmm. and I was out here, right around the time I first got out here, I went to the Laugh Factory Mm -hmm. to see people. And Jerry just showed up, like he wasn't on the bill. It was like the second to last. He came in and That's did like and did like five minutes mm-hmm. right be, right yeah. before the last guy was on the bill. And I was like, "Oh, he's just gonna show up like this and just and just, just test and, and shit." And, shit. Mm-hmm. and at the time, I didn't I'm like like I had no understanding about like how stand up worked like that. Like mm-hmm. all the how the, I mean I you know you've you've seen so many behind the scenes of how it works now right. since then. But I thought it was such a great thing because like you the audience was just shocked at how. Right. And and, and and Jerry was doing like kind of a dirty set too oh, really? and I was like you don't do dirty yeah, comedy what the fuck you know so right. um, it was interesting it was yeah, interesting yeah, yeah. alright yeah well, no cool. it's great it's uh, I mean that's a whole other world right that, mm-hmm. that, that stand up world mm-hmm. I don't know how they do it honestly <laughs> I don't know how they do it <laughs> well check it out if you guys are grown let's go ahead and get into the show so we got my big sis on the show Yvette Vargas 
I'm about to give her 900 hyphens right here, so dare bear with me. <laughs> Writer, director, producer, show creator, instructor, businesswoman, technology, fucking tycoon. What else you want me to do? <laughs> Wife. Uh, let me see. Yeah. What else? <laughs> You're doing pretty damn good. Exactly. Pretty damn exactly. good. Thank you. Welcome to the show, Yvette. We appreciate having you. Thanks for having me back. You That's know I'm a fan. You know I am a big fan. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, I'm excited. So um, let's tell the kids what you've been up to since we haven't talked to you. I think it's been about two years since you've been on maybe? Yeah, it's been definitely definitely a couple of years. Mm-hmm. I mean, since then, damn, I don't know where to begin from <laughs> since then. Uh, but, uh, you know, so right now I've got a, I've got a couple of shows. I've got yeah. uh, a television series set up at MGM yeah. uh, TV. And looking forward to, uh, to going out with that next year in a awesome. big way. Uh, I have another uh, television series just brought on a really big director. I can't give any names yet. But uh, <coughs> so that'll be another one in uh, in the mix, uh, writing a pilot with yeah. uh, the Hilliard guest. The, the uh, <laughs> yes, I'm excited. You know, that's just going to be fire. I'm excited to read. Fire, fire, <laughs> fire. fire. We're, we're, about fire. To, we're about to get to the outline right now. We're oh, about yeah. to move on. So, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. <clears throat> Uh, and a couple, you know, several, several, several other, other things in the wings, uh, mm. you know, professionally. And then I accidentally started a company. <laughs> I know people laugh when I say fifth, that. Your fifth company, right? <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. And I know people laugh when I say that, but it's so right. true. And it just basically has evolved out of my activism, right? Just mm-hmm. activism in the business right. of just always like, you know, beating down those doors, creating opportunities for more than anything, storytellers of color, right? Because mm-hmm. right? that, that's, that's always my main, mm-hmm. uh, you know, soapbox. And obviously, we got to help each other first. Yeah. So hey, Ab- absolutely, and and if we don't do it, nobody else is really doing it right in the way that they could no. be doing it, because the problem would not exist exist if they were. No. So um, anyway, so as as you both know, I've just been an activist uh, in that particular sure. on that soapbox for uh, at least ten <clears throat> years, big time, uh, and you know just mentoring mentoring writers, mentoring storytellers, mm-hmm. you know directors, every every everything to again try to create opportunities for ourselves um, but not only you know not only to strive but but to really thrive because that's really my thing and out of that out of some mentorship um, that I did earlier in the year for uh, five screenwriters diverse screenwriters that were trying to break into TV um, they you know they reached out to me uh, for mentorship so I put them together and I created uh, this this uh, a curriculum uh, mm-hmm. where where we created a season two of Killing Eve before season two even came out. Yeah. It was our own season two, which which we absolutely argue until this day that it was better than the real season two. <laughs> oh, we actually we actually say like their season two and our season two. But but uh, I haven't seen the season two yet. <clears throat> I want to, but I, I just yes, I, I love that show. That is, it's it's fantastic. It's absolutely fa- fabulous. But uh, but then you know what happened was uh, so we so we created this season two mm-hmm. and I organized this table read with about uh, I mean just like ama- twenty amazing actors and uh, then we had you know that whole big night the table read the level of the writing was like just incredible. So did and, you guys and, like group do a pilot or something or what? No. Ap- so what happened was that all the, those five writers mm-hmm. they each we broke a season two story mm-hmm. and then each one of them wrote an episode oh, uh, oh, for that season episode. two. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then the table read that I organized. Um, it was we read uh, 20 pages of every writer's okay. script mm. and that and that was the event and it was just I mean off the chain mm. literally off the chain phenomenal <clears throat> so much so that the next day I heard from every single actor whether they called me or emailed me mm. or texted me saying how incredible that event was mm-hmm. you know the level of the writing was just stellar you know sensational and 
the uh, just the table read experience was more professional than professional table reads mm-hmm. that they're that they're part of. Well, I know so, you ain't gonna have to do nothing. So, <laughs> so it it was amazing. And one of the actors was my friend Kate, who is also uh, yeah, a director, mm-hmm. and she called me up and uh, and she's an activist for you know she's this like a British woman and and she's like an activist for women. So she basically said, Yvette, you have to do this for women. What you just did, you know, with with these with these writers with these um you know with these screenwriters and I said Kate I would love to do that um, I just don't have the time because as you two know I'm like crazy yeah. busy um, not to mention but, the shit of the deal we do yes exactly exactly uh, definitely and, yeah. I, and, I, and I mentioned that too it's like and I then I have the WGA and yeah. I have the PGA and I have the television academy and my life and everything else mm-hmm. but um, anyway so uh, you know so she said you know, so she offered to help me she's like you know I will totally help you get this thing off the ground etc 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 anyway four months later because she was persistent <laughs> uh, which I and I love her for it um, four months later and this was right it was right before Labor Day weekend uh, I basically said to her it's like uh, I said okay you know let, let's do this thing but I want to I want to broaden the scope um, not only women but I want to open this up for storytellers of color mm-hmm. LGBTQ people with disabilities anyone who is under the other umbrella okay. mm-hmm. and uh, and I'm also including the woke white men because you know what we need the woke white yeah. men yeah. All right. We need the woke white men to we hear our stories. We, yeah. we need those allies. Mm-hmm. We need them to hear our stories. Uh, we need them. We need them to hear. We need them to understand where we're coming from and what it is that we're trying to achieve. Right. So, mm-hmm. in three weeks, we got the writers' room fifty-fifty up and running with mm-hmm. two sold-out workshops, and uh, and and basically it started with two uh, workshops. Um, one is the pitching the television series, which is a six-week mm-hmm. workshop. And in that workshop, you write the pitch, you write the script of your pitch, you design your pitch deck. Every single week, you are practicing your pitch in front of your peers, and obviously, you know, my, myself and receiving feedback. Mm-hmm. And then that ends with you actually pitching your show to a television executive and then receiving feedback from that television executive. So that one's six weeks. Mm-hmm. And then the, uh, <clears throat> the other workshop is writing the television pilot and I run it completely like a writer's room. Even though every single writer is writing their individual pilot, they are breaking story. But first, but first identifying what is your season one so that yeah. we can work backwards mm-hmm. and figure out what the hell your pilot is. Um, and then they're running the room and they're, they're, they're breaking their pilot story. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, I mean, every, every, every single week, we are at the board breaking something on someone's, on someone's show. And that leads up to a table read. 20 pages of your of your script with amazing actors I'm working mm-hmm. with this incredible casting company so that is the second workshop um, and those were the first two that I started with and uh, and right now I added a third one that uh, I'm little, <laughs> time. yeah yeah well th- this this was the original vision this was running the room <clears throat> right. this was running the room where um, and basically in there we are creating an original show but we're creating season one of an original show right. and how that one works is on the first night uh, all the writers, the creators, they pitch their show ideas that they want to work on. Mm-hmm. And then collectively, as a room, we like, choose. Like a we, seven, six, seven minute version or yeah, something, right? Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Well, yes, exactly. We <clears throat> vote on the show that we want to develop. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, for the entire season one. Yeah, oh, exactly. Okay. So, mm-hmm. then, so we take the vote. We choose the show, the originator of the idea. Of course, they're writing the pilot, mm-hmm. and it is their IP. You know, yeah, it's sure. their IP. They're they're owning it. But then, what we're doing uh, within the you know the ten weeks of the workshop is that we're breaking season one, mm-hmm. and then every other writer in that workshop is writing an episode. We really? are literally 
working like a writer's room. That's yeah. really cool. And then the end of that, uh, again, it's we'll have 20 <clears throat> pages of a, of a table read. Mm-hmm. So now let me tell you what happened and why this accidentally became a company. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a preface to say, wait, I, I'm not surprised. Wait, I, I just, I just <laughs> have ahead. a comment. It's, I think it's interesting that you are, you know, you mentioned that, you know, that you have to figure out your season one before you... Uh, have to, to figure out what that pilot is. Figure out the pilot is because I because the thing that I learned this year from uh, the, the staffing season is that there's two types of pilots mm-hmm. that you write. People, there's a pilot you write to get on staff, mm-hmm. which is that you know <coughs> that um, that people aren't going to read more than twelve pages. So you got to design right. You got to design your script that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's a pilot that you write that you think that you're trying to sell. You go out with and sell, totally. which is a different thing because you don't you know because you can sit down and watch a bunch of shows and say mm-hmm. like all these things that people want to say. I have this, have this, have this, have this. You know, these kind of formulas that that you want in the script that is for to make the show owner get interested in you. You know, like you might not have those things like happen in an original pilot that right. you're writing for show. I mean, just for instance, you know, I know a lot of people who have watched um, <clears throat> the first episode of Watchmen. Yes. And, and they're like, I love it, but I don't know what's going on. And right. you know, you know <laughs> yeah. and, and, and I said, hey, but you know what? It's the thing that I figured out about five or six years ago with HBO shows you need three episodes before you get a full grasp yeah. of what it is. Yeah, because I even had the issue with Chernobyl a little bit. I love it, but yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm well, still I'm a little confused. Still, uh, right. But two, right. three, I was yeah, like, okay, I, mean, I got you know. Yeah, you I, know mean, I mean, and I've noticed it with yeah. like, I mean, it's it like that with the with the the Deuce thing, and right. I noticed same it thing, with, same thing. I noticed it with a bunch of shows with them. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's their model. Yeah. But but and if you which were, makes you tune in because you're so curious, for sure. But the thing is, if you were gonna write a pilot, think you like with oh, I love this show, and I write something like that. That's not the pilot that you would write to try to get on staff because people would say, hey, dude, no, you know, right, right, you're right, not, right, you're not right, there right, with right, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, there are other factors there as well. Let's be real. Like Both of those references, Chernobyl and Watchmen are based off of IP, right? Mm-hmm. So There's we, some familiarity. We, so, yeah, right. it, it, exactly. But <clears throat> point well taken, very like, great point in terms of there's a pilot, there's a pilot that you write for staffing, right. for the purposes of staffing, regardless Regardless of, of people, um, if they only read the first five pages, the, you know, twelve pages as you mentioned, or they read they read the whole damn thing, like there's there's a formula in that pilot, mm-hmm. right? Um, that is literally it, it checks all the boxes. It mm-hmm. just checks all the boxes whether it, it is a show or not. Right. Um, I'm not teaching that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I'm literally teaching you how to create a television show, right? right? The, it, the, it, I, like, how do you create a television show? You plan what's going on. You break your season one. You you know where it ends. You know where you're going, mm-hmm. and then you work backwards. What do I have to do in my pilot to set you know to set right. that up for sure? So um, <clears throat> anyway, that's uh, dope. So yeah, so yeah. let's talk about the, the yes, company. So company. so okay. So now this is this is why it accidentally became a company. Mm-hmm. So I you know I did this out of again my activism right. It came out of my activism, mm-hmm. and I and I worked it in my schedule. Uh, you know to be able to fit in initially the you know the two workshops, pitching the television series, and writing the television pilot. And you know I mean just um, you know teaching those lec- lecturing at night. You know in the evening seven seven to ten, um, and that was and that was fine. But what happened was that the word got out. Uh, <laughs> the word got out. And um, many things happened, but but one thing in particular that really surprised me really early in, this was about three or four weeks in, I started hearing from the studios, executives, producers, people in the business who then wanted me to start 
referring my alumni <laughs> for jobs. Mm, mm, and I was like, crazy. what? This is, this is, this, this is. <laughs> you didn't even finish the damn. Yeah, I haven't even crazy. finished the damn thing. You know, I, I was, I was doing this, um, you know, to, to help people. Right. Um, and, uh, and then I started hearing from the business. I'm like, oh my God, like mm. this is, the, you know, this is why, like there really is such a need, right? Um, even though, like the three of us, we're, we're so involved, we know we know what the issues are. We're, I mean, we're I mean, we're we're activists, con- mm-hmm. you know, constant activists. We know what the issues are. But but this entire experience has allowed me to see what the problem is from a from a different perspective. Hmm. So anyway, so now I have the industry, you know, knock, knocking on my door mm-hmm. for uh, you know alumni, and I started referring some people. Uh, for the opportunities, and so far, two people have gotten hired. What? Yes, so what far, that, two. Awesome. We, we were awesome. like four months in. Two, <clears throat> people, two people have gotten hired. Three more people are on their way to getting hired. What? But that's like one. You know, th- that's like one aspect of of the explosion of of mm-hmm. what this thing has become. So there's there's this whole opportunity of like, okay, great. So literally, um, there's amazing talent that is coming to the doors. And actually, and I do want to preface that. Um, these workshops, this is, these are not for beginning beginners. These, these right. are people that absolutely, you know, they, they've worked on their craft. They've mm-hmm. been working. They've they been may working have been staffed before. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. a- absolutely. All, all of the above, but they haven't either been able to like break through mm-hmm. of late or, or they just don't necessarily have the full and complete toolkit mm-hmm. of how to break through right to get to get to the next level how to, how how to get on staff how to write that you know really have a killer pilot that's a series right. uh how you need to be as a person of color right what what are the politics for you because i mean i cover all of these things mm-hmm. well, well so, that's an interesting point because you know i think there was a <laughs> thing you had the other day Hilliard, about mm-hmm. you know like an event about you know um if you're the only person of color in the room you know it's about how about rebanding? No, that wasn't good. Yeah, like, like how you yeah, do it. I yeah, mean, yeah. I, I think the thing that, the, the one thing that people have a big problem with in this town is um, there's too many, people, too many people who believe that your writing is the uh, is the spearhead of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And you have to, and it's almost like I said to people, you know what, the, the writing has to be at a certain level. It's kind of a given. You know, and so it's 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 everything above that. It's everything you're talking about. I mean, like the fact that you're doing this thing where you're showing people that the that that you're breaking a if you're breaking a season and running like a writer's room, then you're kind of showing everyone what you need to do to behave correctly oh, in that situation. What happens because that's where a lot of people fuck up. Mm-hmm. Totally. They don't know like what to do, what's expected of them, what not to do. You know how to contribute. You know, and if you can, like we were saying earlier, you know, if you if you if you see a hole, you just can't point the hole out. You have to provide a solution. Offer a solution. And Absolutely. You, you know, it's one of those yes. things where even if you don't have the solution for a hole, and no one's pointing. I mean, I remember the story. This is, I think, like Glenn Rosario told me this one time. He mm-hmm. was like. If you see a problem and it's something that the room is broken and the room and 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 you see that problem say on a Monday mm-hmm. and if you don't have the solution on that Monday but you might have it by Thursday because you've thought about it for a while. You still got to come in and pitch it and tell them that, mm-hmm. and it might cause a disruption. But you might want to go to the showrunner first to say, "Hey, I'm just thinking about this. 
you know, blah, 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 you know, and, and, and here's my solution that could, and I know it's going to cause some ripple effects, but right. this is what I think we should do. I mean, that <coughs> makes you more valuable to the show because they, but, but you know, but you're doing the right protocol to make it happen. You're trying you know? to save them. You're trying yeah. to help yes. them. Yeah. So you know, I sure. mean, and, and, and he was saying, he's like, look, if I hire you on my show, I want you to, like, that's why you're in the room. Mm-hmm. I need that kind Absolutely. of thing. You might not be able to do it at the table with everybody right. because of just the politics, but you got to find a way to contribute that way. And the showrunner will love you for and some people I, I've, I listen to people it's like they don't do that they think yeah. I've just got to be there to write and can, you know it's like then that's not enough you know right right well and they just don't know you know I mean or they don't they don't uh, find out until it's too late quite mm-hmm. you know quite quite mm-hmm. frankly that happens to many staff writers right? mm-hmm. they don't necessarily know what the job is um, so uh, so yeah I mean def- definitely what, what we're talking about right now so I, I call it um, you know the etiquette the etiquette of the room oh, right? yeah. how, how, how you give <clears> notes <throat> How you give notes? How how not to give notes? <laughs> how to, how to behave? How to as a person of color? If 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 you're the only person of color, basically, how you can use? Well, you better find your superpower. You better utilize your superpower. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of these different things. I mean, there's a myriad, right? Mm-hmm. There are a myriad of of things and strategies that you can do. So um, and 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 they come up organically as we're working through people's projects. Mm-hmm. But, um, but it's anyway. also the, the culture of the entire room because yes. every room is different. Totally. You yeah, know, yeah, you need for to come, sure. That's why they tell you you just come in the first day or two and just, I mean, pitch maybe something or two. Yeah. two. I always say the first day you should have you should have already read the script or saw the saw the, the pilot. Sure. So you should have some ideas. So at least write down five or six ideas. Absolutely. So that if it comes up, you can pitch. But maybe the first day you're just watching the culture. Yes. To see how it goes. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. but go ahead. I'm sorry. For sure, for sure. Um, so uh, anyway, so we're covering all of this great stuff that right. that's you know that that is necessary. So that was one thing that happened very 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 early on, where now the industry started you know started calling. But now something else that happened, uh, you know, in in the room, and this every is week actually something happens. Every, every single week something happens. But some, but this is actually something profound that I really do believe is going to cause a shift in in the industry. So um, you know, so as the workshops were, you know, like week, you know, week the weeks were progressing, and people's projects, people's pitches were uh, amazing, incredible. Mm-hmm. People's scripts were evolving. Um, by the time that we got to the end of those two workshops, not only that the, they like not, not only did these writers have great amazing pitches and also just like fantastic pilots, but the writers themselves changed. Like mm. they went through a transformation. <laughs> they got more confident. Be, more confident. Mm-hmm. They and they also had this toolkit. Now they have like a skill set. They have a strategy. Mm-hmm. They know what they need to do to get to that next level. Like mm. I saw, I saw people transform in front of my eyes, and this has happened in every single mm-hmm. workshop. And I think, and I think, like in particular with women and people of color that are so hungry for this information, mm-hmm. that they get it and they know that they have something. Like, right? They know that they have something now that they've mm-hmm. needed, and they change. They they just transform. And and, and f- in my humble opinion, I believe that that is what's going to cause the shift. Mm-hmm. Because sure, it's fan- look, we all need great projects, right? Mm-hmm. And we need and we need to be at a skill set. Like you were saying, that's a given. But now the people have transformed. Right. They're ready. They're <coughs> they're going at it in a way that they have not gone at it before. Mm-hmm. So that for me has blown me away. Uh, every time I think about it, like there are just people that come to my mind where they're like, for me, I'm like, well, you may as well just change your name because you're like a different person. <laughs> I'm not even joking. But um, anyway, so that's something else that's happened here. There, there's just been like magic. There's this there's this energy, uh, you know, in the room. But in terms of results, all right. So after the first pitch class. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the first pitch class, there are now two projects 
that those executives who heard those shows are now moving forward with. Yeah. So that was like, again, well, too. In, in, incredible, That's huge, a, a, huge <clears throat> absolutely unbelievable. You know, After, wait, wait, let me just say this. You know why? Because her pitch. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? It's bulletproof. It's, it's bulletproof. It's bulletproof. I do have a process. I yes. definitely have a process, and and we workshop. This you know, is we not workshop. your first rodeo. No, it's not my. It's not my first rodeo. Exactly. Uh, and uh, you know, and these are these are damn good pitches. You mm-hmm. know, these are damn good pitches. So anyway, so now there are two projects that are moving forward. The executives are moving forward with. So now something else um, happened, which was completely unexpected. Was the uh, with the first writing the room. Um, I'm sorry, writing the television pilot workshop, that one, as I mentioned, the format, mm-hmm. it ends with the table read. Right. So, and I'm working with this uh, a, a company that you know casts voice actors, by the way, and just like off the chain, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the, you know, the, the man who runs that company, he was so blown away by the table reads that he basically came to me and he's like, Yvette, I want us to produce a podcast show hmm. called 20 Pages where now we will go into the studio, we will professionally record the 20 pages of the writer's scripts with you know incredible talent, mm-hmm. and then I want to drop that as a podcast series. Mm, that's right? dope. So, so, so dope. So we'll make it a 30-minute episode. Mm-hmm. We'll have the writer speak for a few minutes. We'll have you, know, you, mm-hmm. you speak, uh, and then we'll have the 20 pages for the rest of the episode, mm-hmm. and I want to mm-hmm. drop them all, all at once. So now that also is tied into the curriculum Hmm. of writing the television pilot. So now we're creating content, all right? We're creating content, yeah. and now we are going to amplify on a whole other level in the business. You, gotta, you, you know, you, you, have to, you have to, like, check out this work. I mean, who, who can't Here's just the funny thing. Here's the funny thing. We've been trying to do this at the Gale for, what, like, eight, seven, eight years? Yeah. I'm sure. It's been crazy. And it's funny that it, it's working its way full, around full, in a totally different way, full, and actually on a bigger yeah. Scale Absolutely. Too. Full, well, you know, full, I, I have to finish this on that you. note. Full circle, right? Mm-hmm. Right, Hilliard? Like, literally, literally, literally. And what I said, his name is Chip. And what I said mm-hmm. to Chip, I said, Chip, you don't even know. Like, I actually have been trying to do this at the Writers Guild for the last five years. And so, of course, I'm in. Are you kidding me? Right. Like, I, I've, been, I've been dying to do this. So it was amazing for it to come back to me. Mm-hmm. Right? It was, ama- it was incredible for it to come back to mm-hmm. me. So it's like... I, as, as he was telling me, I, I just I was like, this is mind blowing. <laughs> I have been dying to do this at the Guild. We couldn't do it there for political right. reasons. Yeah, but this is actually amplifying in a whole other way. Totally. So now we're also creating content, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's and we're going to amplify like the hell out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then speaking of ampli- amplification again, like when the word got out, then we started getting press. So we've gotten shout outs from the Gina Davis Institute Mm -hmm. I did a morning show the Carlos and Lisa show Mm -hmm. there have been about five different articles that have been written Mm -hmm. about us at this point she's on the rant room you know what I mean (laughs) I'm on the rant room Um, so you know that's a big one right there that's a big that's that's the nearest and dearest to my heart Um, so uh, so you know so the the word the word has just been the word has just been getting out like everywhere I go people are asking me about it people are super excited about it it's kind of crazy so now this is something else that has happened um again this was just right like following our heart for what we believe in and these these wonderful things have happened um out of of this whole 
experience, this venture, the Writers Room Fifty Fifty. Um, so now, because the word is, you know, the word is getting out, and and basically, like whether it's the writing, writing the television pilot, um, or running, you know, really like my running the room mm-hmm. workshop, the word has gotten out. Where now the industry, uh, you know, would like me to basically run ideas through my pipeline to develop. Mm. Mm, ideas in authentic mm. voices, whether it's Latinx voices, mm-hmm. African American, LGBTQ, mm-hmm. and this is now like another business model of the company. One, That's really cool. One, one of many. Mm-hmm. One, one of so many like smaller that are rooms, or something like that. Well, yeah, it, you know, it, it all depends on it all depends on the project. Right. Um, but uh, <laughs> but you know, so basically, you know, like they are hiring us mm-hmm. to develop uh, authentic ideas with 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 original voices and uh and just authenticity all over the all Mm -hmm. over the place so that's another model uh that's come out of this Mm -hmm. and uh as as well as many many others Mm -hmm. there's just incredible talent here so um bringing in like a whole management uh talent management aspect of of the company uh, definitely um you know taking on some of those projects Mm -hmm. um building the team going out and pitching those uh, producing, there's just there are so many opportunities. Here's, here's a funny thing, yeah. Chris. I've been telling her since day one that we sat down. I was like, "Girl, you're gonna be Shonda on a different level." Shonda is. We use her as a perfect example, right? You, just success, right? But with your tech aspect and the way that you see things, mm-hmm. it could be even bigger. Yeah, it could be even bigger. Well, it yeah, could well, be. Well, thank you for that. See, Don't forget my ten percent. You know, <laughs> you know the, 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 the thing I like about what you're saying is, is that, I mean, I, I like the fact that people are coming to you and saying, "I want this type of like voice from you," mm-hmm. or in terms of like you know, like, like develop these shows. We like what you're doing because what the one thing that I am always um, um, skeptical, not skeptical about, but just, you know, okay, so the difference between what you're doing and say what Shonda's doing is, if Shonda is, is bringing you a show, there's a style to that show that's already kind of like preconceived because it's it's her brand and that's mm-hmm. what it's going to be and things sure. don't stray outside her brand. <clears throat> and I kind of feel, I feel like what you're telling me is that I'm not trying to define you know, I'm, I'm not trying to put my brand on top of these people's work. I want the work to be really good, and 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 and, and therefore, right. and the, the brand I have is I deliver good shit, right. like across the board. Totally, totally. No matter, no matter yes. the genre, yeah, no matter yeah, the yeah, genre, the, 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 the yeah. style of the show it can be a network, it can right. be all this kind of stuff like this. You know, because that is, I mean, I mean, I think it's it's one of the pitfalls for being one of these. These uh, these branded creators is that it's hard for you to step outside of what you're known for. Mm-hmm. But I think that it's unless like, you're Ryan Murphy, <laughs> you could just go to this, to yeah. this, to this. Yeah, to this. well, he's one of the few guys. Yeah. He's one of the few guys, you know, because um, he's all, all these people like like JJ mm-hmm. and Shonda and uh, and and Kenya. They all these big ass fucking deals, and it's great. And it's like, but I know. <laughs> There's, there's always something that I know I'm supposed to get from them. Right. And I right. feel like they have the clout to really say, I'm, you know what, I'm going to fucking surprise you with this shit. Right. That I'm right. going to roll at you right For now. Sure. Because it's, because that to me is what I'm interested in. I'm saying, hey, I know that if, you know, like so-and-so's name on it, then I know the quality is going to be X. Mm-hmm. Right. But what's it going to be? I don't know. And that's <laughs> why I'm curious. I mean, there's a movie 
I'm going to see that movie called Parasite today, you know? Yeah. And uh, I, the filmmaker is like, he's not known for doing that type of work. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, but his name is what's bringing me to it, you know? Is that the Asian movie? Right. Asian guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and, it's, and it's like that is kind of like, to me, sounds like the, it sounds like the beauty of, of, of how you're you, of how you're positioning yeah. what you're doing. Well, no, and th- and thank you for recognizing that, uh, you know, for sure. And it's and it's just organically happening that way. I mean, what what I would say is what I am sharing, uh, and what is like basically at, at at the heart of all of it. There's a process. Mm-hmm. So there is a process that for myself that I have found <clears throat> that works, right. and that's basically everything is whether it's the pitching class, whether it's the the writing the pilot class or running the room, there is a process um, that we are following and therefore that's that is um, there's there's opportunity to create stories that are incredibly authentic authentic because we are getting like to the heart of the matter but mm-hmm. and through a process mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, and and it's working right. it's and it's working extremely <clears throat> well um, so awesome. you know so so thank you so much for that. Um, and uh, and so now next year in January we're adding uh, directing classes, directing workshops, mm. um, you know, and uh, and again one of one of them is is uh, you know and we're, and we're going to, we're going to produce shorts, right? Um, because it's just well what, it's what's affordable, right? right. Like what a film filmmakers and can POCs afford. POCs and stuff. Yes, exactly. So you know, <laughs> short, shorts and POCs, proof of concepts. Uh, so that's that's one where it's you know your your, your own original idea you know etc. But we're but we're we're starting with the script though we're right. start, like that script better be ironclad right. before you go and you make a short. But uh, the second the second directing or the other directing workshop which I'm really excited about and I'm really really proud of that because I have a very specific vision because I'm also proving a model with this with this directing class mm. is where it's an anthology. Um, it's a, it's basically creating an anthology series in that particular class where every episode, which is standalone, is literally a short. Right? It, it is a short that is part of and 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 for this class, it's creating a, a horror anthology mm-hmm. series. So you every, know, I told her when we start. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly. So uh, so every short is 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 basically an episode, and there is a loose narrative that is thread within every episode mm-hmm. but it still every single episode is completely standalone uh and and you know and and full freedom but what i'm going to do with that after we produce those that basically that horror anthology series that's a series of sh- you know of short episodes mm-hmm. uh then i will be distributing that uh, there are many many places to right. distribute Shorts and now, especially with hard. This anthology. is where your specialty comes yeah. in. I know you so, can sell some shit. Yeah. So, I ain't about so uh, you know, so now not only the filmmakers are they making a short, they're also part of something much larger. Right. And they, you know, and and collectively, uh, you know, we're going to go out and and license that. You know, mm-hmm. li- license the, that whole season. Um, you know, that anthology and uh, yeah, license it, sell it. Like, there's a myriad yeah. of opportunities mm. and we're creating content we call so. her the latinx byron allen by the way you know <laughs> exactly. you got 900 shows in the air and shit no is it, i mean look that sounds great i mean, I, I i really um you know i'm, I'm not necessarily the, the biggest horror fan as a um as audience member mm-hmm. but i love horror film from the point of view of the director mm. because it's the only genre that today it, that you could be visual without much right. dialogue. For well, one thing. But you do that, but it's like, but there's no, but but you can really stylize your work without having to have um, 
uh, you just can it like in yeah. a way that, that in, a, in a way that has disappeared from uh, you know like from most other film right. you know I mean I, I was talking about <clears throat> talking to people you know I, I don't know I mean like I say this to me talking to my brother the other day about you know we're talking about the light because because my younger brother's DPing the thing we're doing and we were, I was just talking about I was like you know what what I realized is, is that the movies that I loved when I was like growing up, like visual style, mm-hmm. um, I would seek those films out. And I realized that it was like, there's like, there's, there's always a finite number of films that come out every year or by filmmakers that are super really pumped up type mm-hmm. of things. And it's like, and, and to me, I would, I, even in my head, I was like, I was lamenting back in the day. I was like, I, I don't know why there's more, there's more stuff like this. But then I realized that it's like, that's not what everyone can do, right. you know. I mean, I was showing him. You know, I, I always talk about it because it's one of my favorite movies is fucking Man on Fire, you know. And I was like, you know what? No one can make a movie like Tony Scott. And I think I said before, I was like, um, the action film genre has actually gotten weaker since is really got weak since he died because right. he had an ability to kind of push everyone's limits with the films he was doing. I remember when he died. One of the, the first time I heard it, actually, the first person I heard about it from was Ron Howard. Like Ron Howard had posted something on Facebook, and he was like, "This is terrible." He, you know, like, <laughs> like his work inspired me to be a stronger filmmaker. And I was like, yeah. "Ron Howard, because your work is not is 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 a certain way. You know, it's not so like pumped up the way Tony Scott was." I was like, "But you know what? That's what he did. Like, like even guys who don't." <laughs> Like work in the action genre are still influenced by his work, but that's not how everyone is. And and now, since we got to this this whole digital type of cinema, that stuff is is more drained out for whatever reason. But you see it in horror films. Yes, yeah, yeah, no, no, for 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 sure. And and I mean, and going back to why I'm starting with the horror genre. uh, First of all, I mean, the appetite, right? The appetite for horror is 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 ridiculous. A filmmaker can absolutely make a name for them for themselves, specifically for the reason that you're that you're mm-hmm. that you're um, mm-hmm. talking about, Chris. Mm-hmm. Is that they can absolutely define themselves, define themselves in the genre, and I'm also proving the model yeah. with the horror genre. So, so after proving the model, which I which I know this is, mm-hmm. I just know this is going to be very successful. Then it's like okay, then we can take that model and and then we could apply it to action thrillers. Mm-hmm. Comedies, you know, romantic comedies. Mm-hmm. You know, take, I, take, take your, take your pick. Like we're proving the model. That's, that's why I think heart. you're doing the right thing. Is you're jumping off with the broadest thing that everybody can relate to. Because even comedy is subjective. Absolutely. So, but the the horror, everybody can understand, even if they can't understand the language, they still get the fear of the moment or the in the right. intensity yeah. of the story. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's really smart. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I was telling somebody today. I was like, you know, thinking about it now, it's like, you know, I. Th- I you have to picture when we finish your anthology you're doing. Oh yeah, yeah. she's you gonna trip. Yeah. That's okay. really uh, good. Well, That's good. really good. Um, um, Shutter, I think is the yes. o- is the AMC only is the, yeah. is the only like like horror like horror only streamer. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I mean, not, I'm sorry, it's because it's 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 a it's a genre only streamer. Right. You know, there isn't yeah, really it's the, it's the biggest name. Yeah, it's the biggest name right now. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, we, I mean, I say that because it's like unless you know that that's a, a type of film. That is so. Uh, I guess the appetite is so unquenchable that mm-hmm. they, that, you, that you can get away with doing like a, a, a full a full streamer just on that. Right. You know, because I guess I don't think you could do one just on comedy. I mean, yeah, you have Comedy Central, mm-hmm. right. but that's a little different than. Um, I mean, like like a streamer goes all over the planet. Mm-hmm. You know, and and Shutter is. What about Funny or Die? What's that? Well, 
there's funny or die too but that's more like a little thing you just you just go to on the web and there's little okay. shorts where it's like yeah like it, shutter it, is like it's oh, like it's literally on your tv it's, it's on your tv yeah. but it, but it, but you pay for it so it's, it's like sure. it's like amazon or netflix it's yeah. like it's it's, you, it's, 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 it's its own platform yeah okay and um um, I, I don't know. I mean, like, like the horse of is interesting. You know, it's always interesting. I mean, and if people, if people forget guys like, you know, um, Guillermo del Toro. Like that's how he started. Absolutely, you know? these guys like, begin that way. Um, and I think it's because you can do uh, such stylized work mm-hmm. um, with little money too. Totally, you know? with little so. with little money, and uh, and you could actually you could you could say things that you really can't say in other <laughs> in other <laughs> mediums let's mm-hmm. face it yeah um but uh yeah so this is i mean i'm like touching this is like the tip of the iceberg in terms of what's going on with this and that's why i say uh affectionately and with you know, just with a smile that i accidentally started a company mm-hmm. because it's just it's just it has a momentum it's just absolutely taken off so i'm just trying to foster it and make the best decisions as possible, bring in the right partners, because mm-hmm. uh, obviously, um, you know, to really grow it, it's all about the people, right? right? Everything's about the people, so Cause I know that's, you, what, you that's look, what I'm you doing right now. You look for sponsors, too, because eventually yeah. you want totally, totally. people look, to... Yeah, look, right. yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. looking, looking for spo- uh, sponsors, looking for investors, looking yeah. for, looking for uh, you know, partners, um, and then, you know, basically, I want to do this, like, all over the world, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just, just be able to utilize this entire right. process and footprint and be able to create content like this and and train professionals to yeah. get to the next level in their yeah. careers and there's all over the world. Huge need, there's clearly. Need. Well, I, yeah. You know what? The training thing is a big thing. I mean, we were having this discussion the other day. I was telling you about Shane and mm-hmm. his comment about certain type of productions. Right. And it's like, because people don't know. And when you don't know, you... I think it's funny. It's like people people think they know how to make a movie because 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 people have been around it for so much. Uh, just in terms of like not being on the sets, but like we're in the culture. So I know how to watch. You know, I've watched enough movies on TV. Mm-hmm. I know how to make a movie. Mm-hmm. And there's enough kind of films about making movies that you can kind of. <laughs> but it's such a. It's there's ways to do. There's ways to do it right. And there's ways to do it wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like and if you and if it's in my that my brother used to always say is if you learn it wrong. It's very hard to um, to break those things you learned to right. then work uh, to un- with to unlearn, to, to unlearn and then yeah. and and then to work within the system and obviously like if you're going to be successful um, in a writer's room there's a way that you have to know how to do that and there's a way that is so different than than, than just just working with a partner or collaborating with someone or just trying to work or particularly if you work on your own if you I mean, mostly most writers are working on their own right and there's a thing that that you do when you work on your own that um doesn't work for work when you're working in a group mm-hmm. you know and you have to kind of like and you have to uh you have to sublimate certain things about how you work but then you but then there's things you elevate you know to to fit within the structure because it's a puzzle piece mm-hmm. you know and and it's the and, and it's and it's a jigsaw that the showrunner's putting together, and when it's you doing it, it's like I there is no puzzle piece. It's just there's the final photo that mm-hmm. I'm trying to do, and yeah, that's smart to do that because that's where a lot of people will get stuck. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, <clears throat> you know, training just just training in 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 our profession, what you know, just storytelling profession. It's just it's ongoing, right? We are just constantly working on our craft. Look at the guild, right? If you look at the guild calendar every single month. How mm-hmm. uh, like how many training orientated, uh, education right. orientated events do they have? Right mm-hmm. per month, it's probably like the the, the largest mm-hmm. c- 
category, mm-hmm. right, of, of, of types of events. It's it's just... I, I put on four or six of them a month just yeah. with all the committees I'm on. Yeah, so for yeah. Sure. You know, it's, I love it's to go to those things. I love to go to those mm. because, you know, just... To, to, uh, probably for most of us, like mm-hmm. three of us, there's a lot of redundancy in what you hear, yeah. which is fine. Yeah. But there's always one little gem that's like, fuck, this is worth the whole thing. Yeah. And it's and it really shifts how you think about things. I mean, and and sometimes it's not even that they give you new game. They just give you a new perspective on how Absolutely. whatever it is or yeah, the yeah, situation exa- or whatever exactly. it is. I'm like, oh, that's how they did it. Yeah. Like, I remember, sorry to interrupt you, Chris. Like, I remember we did, we did the one on... Um, we had Carl Seaton come and we did our line post production like three months ago, whatever. Mm-hmm. And the line producer said, so let's do this scenario. You get a call, right? Uh, or you're on the set, the actor's acted up, right? You're a staff writer and you're, you're going to go produce your set, your, yeah. your episode. This is, this is I'm, I'm paraphrasing some of this. In essence, what he said was, who do you call? Well, most people call their, and it's three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. They call the showrunner. He's like, no, don't call the showrunner call the UPN you know people wouldn't have thought of that he's like call the UPN because they can go through this thing that goes to this thing that goes to this thing right yeah. right right yeah. and yeah, we're yeah, like yeah. what <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. but I it was, was brilliant yeah. I, I was at that, that event yeah 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 I was at that event he was yeah. saying something about like the thing with the UPN is the UPN can use the budget as a, as a stick right. to make people move right. that is yeah. different than, the, than anything else right. totally and fucking everyone knows that if I'm like you know if I'm using the money as a motivator or as, 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 a, as, a, as a weapon, mm-hmm. then that's huge because yeah. if because if you happen to be the person responsible for making something go over budget, yeah. you're gotta. That's like you know like that's probably two strikes against you yeah. with well, one move because well, you really and, fucked up. Well, and this and this is the thing, right? When it, when it comes down to, to to money, people can argue about anything else, but you can't argue about the money. Right. Yeah. You can't argue about sure. the you know the line item. The budget, you can't argue about that. Yeah. So it was super, super smart. Right. Super. I, I hope that that tactic does not freaking get out there. <laughs> you know, the, where everybody knows it's like, oh, you know, they're just complaining. They're just calling the UPM because, you know, I got, I got the purse string, um, the, the purse strings. But anyway, um, yeah, no, look, uh, it's just, it's just been crazy exciting. And, uh, and I've been doing this on the side. That's <laughs> so, so I need, I need help. I need help for yeah, sure. Definitely, awesome. definitely, uh, you know, so, you know, so Kate and I, um, again, in like three weeks, um, you know, we we got this thing up and running. So we're we're the co- the co-founders mm-hmm. of the writers room fifty fifty. Now we're adding the you know the directing. Um, it's called the the directors chair fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. Everything's fifty fifty. We're looking for parity all over the place and 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 all aspects yeah. of of uh you know of the business and uh and it just has a momentum it's just it's yeah. growing um organically and authentically i'm just trying to keep up with it because it's it's <laughs> like it took me absolutely by surprise yeah. mm-hmm. you guys uh, already need more people on staff yeah don't you? <laughs> totally yeah yeah no for sure for sure so we're you know we're just looking at how to strategize and uh and grow and like i said bring on the right partners looking yeah. for looking for sponsorship looking for you know investors i mean there's just so many different ways mm-hmm. that that this is growing and then just you know just models with uh providing services for the industry that's another thing that's come out of it that yeah. again like i could have never anticipated that that was the way that that was like a lens where it, it, this was going to be looked at wow that's like an opportunity that's filling a hole that i have right. in my company so let me it's ask you. So the um, when does the next workshop start? Or uh, has so it started? Yeah, yeah, no, the next workshop, <clears throat> uh, the the new workshop, the pitching the television series mm-hmm. begins on November seventh, okay. uh, and then in January, the first week of January, um, actually we have four 
for it workshops. You found your new location, by the way. Uh, we're in the process of finding a new okay. location um, because, again, it's just like grown, mm-hmm. you know, grown like crazy. So the week of, I think it's January sixth, is uh, we have uh, two directing classes mm-hmm. starting, and one is this the horror anthology series, and uh, and then we have a pitching the television series workshop, and we have a writing the television um, pilot. So that first that first full week of January is when we're kicking off. And where do a people go to, to find that? They can come to uh, our website and, mm-hmm. and check everything out there, which is writersroom5050.com. Mm-hmm. Or you can email email us at thewritersroom5050 at gmail.com. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you, Yvette. This was awesome. Well, thank you, Hilliard. Oh, and right. thank you, Chris. Good. I'm sure I'm going to see you this week because we got to get back to the room. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we got our pilot. I'm just wondering. So you, you said it was the writer's room at it, Gmail? Or no, no, the, the, the writer's yeah. room 5050 at yeah, Gmail? Yeah, room 5050com is the website. Mm-hmm. And then the email address is thewritersroom5050 at gmail.com. Awesome. Okay. I'm going to put that in the show notes for people. So if they're looking on the website or on the, yeah, just in the show notes, they'll, they'll mm-hmm. see that. They can find it. Awesome. Yeah. Fantastic. Cool. Awesome. Where are you at, Chris Derrick? Uh, unauthorized <coughs> CBD on Twitter and Instagram, but right. but very rarely these days because of <laughs> too much fucking work. Um, it's just too much. You know? Yeah. I was, you know, I was talking with Carl. He probably just wanted me to say this, but I am, but whatever. Talking with Carl Seaton the other day, he was helping Ooh, I'm help, help me out about um, some <clears> the, the prep dropping. work I'm doing on this thing. And um, he was like, yeah, I have to give up. Like, I'm all social media. I was like, why? And he was like, because after I did an episode of um, Snowfall, mm-hmm. you know, he was like, the people came out of the woodwork, come, like just DMing me, just uh, to, wanting to work with like them. the craziness, oh, yeah. like the craziness that he was like. So I can't even talk about it anymore. Oh, I just, right, I, 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 I don't, don't want to be posting. I don't want. It's just. I was like, I get it. Then get you it. get to a level, yeah. you understand yeah. why yeah. everything is private yeah. and why everything is yeah. white. Because you know? he was like, you know, the minute that happened, he's like, yeah, you know, that episode was received really well. Mm-hmm. You know what? And it's like the first name you get when the show, it, show that episode ends was his name. Right. You know. So. I was like, I get it, I get it, because you gotta like, it's 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 a lot of, uh, it's it's potentially it's it, it, it's a lot of intrusion. I mean, to me, mm-hmm. I realize it's a lot of. Um, I remember, we're in a we're in a world now where it's so easy to reach people yeah. now. Yeah, that's, so. that's why. That's why. Yeah. I mean, it's like you know, I remember. Um, you know, I was working on that, that uh, supernatural pilot. You know, mm-hmm. and I sent it to Javi to read and. Uh, I think I said Oh, and he gave you great praise for that. He gave me that great praise for really yeah, yeah, he gave me great praise for it. But it's funny because it's like I sent it to him and then I think it was like three weeks later. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean obviously he's gonna take That's realistic. Yeah. You know, no, but I get that, but it's like um I hadn't checked my Twitter in like five days. I know. And uh, <laughs> I'm always trying to include him on shit. He don't even find. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, and don't turn the notifications I, I, off and shit. Notifications is always <laughs> off. But but I went back under five years. I was like, oh, he read my thing like five days ago. And I'm I like, now I got to respond and like tell him all the stuff. And I was like, and I was like, I can't, you know, I was like, dude, I, I so appreciate it. Um, but I was like, yeah, but it was like five days ago. And yeah. I, I wonder if, I mean, he, he, you know, it's not. He probably doesn't care, but you know. Yeah, but to me, it was crazy like, busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was just but, like, uh, no. Yeah, look, yeah. I mean, um, I think we have to have our boundaries. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean? when 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 it comes to social media, it it's just so out of hand, mm-hmm. right? It's just so freaking out of hand. I mean, first of all, it's also a time suck, right? Mm-hmm. It's really a time. Okay, well, let's 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 go back. One, it is important. I want to say that it's right. absolutely 
important um, for storytellers, right? Just mm-hmm. creative people, it's, it's incredibly <clears throat> important. But but I think we have to set boundaries and we have to stick with them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So whether it's just like a, 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 like an hour a day, you know, like or or I mean, and even an hour a day is a lot. But like even even if it's fifteen minutes, you know, per day, if that if that's your rule, that's when you do it. Then you you, know, you won't well, miss the five days with hobby unless something's well, like really happening in your world. Well, you here's something I do, it. and you know this because you come over here every week. Is and Rich knows, and you know, is I only have a hotspot here, and I do it intentionally so that I don't want to search the internet and be looking for. Right. I go home when I want to do that, right. so I I do my work. Yep. So I, when I'm here, I turn off all my stuff, and exactly. I write. Yeah, well, that's my you know? like like my <clears throat> thing is like you know like I have all the notifications and um, the you know all this stuff's turned off mm-hmm. on when I'm writing. You know, I mean, and often, and now because I a lot of times I go work at. Um, I go to a place, like I say, where um, I go to the place to write. You're trying and, to be secret, secret yeah, about. because I just you don't know, want nobody else. Not, someone no, else. no, no, it's it's because it's it's because I've I've I mean the last few times I've been up there, like people come up and go, hey, how you doing? I was like, oh, you know, I'm here. Oh, I didn't know you. You know, uh, but, but but I mean, it's a public space, so whatever. But well, whatever. But um, um, but you know, but 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 I but I told you, you know, like like part of my method is. I have like a dedicated like keyboard that retro keyboard that I use mm-hmm. and then and and, and and I take my iPad mm-hmm. and that's and I just type everything on that you know and I don't turn this on it's it's different to search the web when you know I mean, there's no. I mean, if you got to research, you right. research. Yeah. But yeah. if you're just yeah. fucking around yeah. and see what's on yeah. Facebook no, 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 no. and shit, or I mean, for yeah. me, and for me, for me, totally. I don't, for me, if I have to do research on stuff. Like in in those situations, I leave it till later. I'm like writing, all right, you know, and I just put a note in the script. You got to find what this means. Just keep yeah. writing because right. I don't even right. want to break that, that moment, flow. you yeah. know. Because yeah. um, it's I the last three months, I found it so hard to find uninterrupted time to write, mm-hmm. you know. And I just like and I and I have too many things that I want to get done now. I'm looking, and even yesterday we were like, "Fuck!" It's like it's four days until no- November, and I was like, "I'm mm. so pissed because <laughs> I actually wanted something done by you know like by you know October. Mm-hmm. It's not done yet, so it's just like trying to find a time. And people go, What's, why, why, "Why is there so much time?" So just, you know, you calls and people. Well, you're and doing like, a lot. You helping me with my deck. You're doing <laughs> prepping and helping other people. Though this shit, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, but it's it, it's a lot of time management. And I, but, the, but the, I, my thing with social media is is that. It's not necessarily the time that you spend on it. Mm-hmm. It's that <clears throat> there's um, there's an emotional component that gets kicked off when you see something or whatever it is, or mm-hmm. something you like, something you don't like, you know. And then you and and that I feel like you just can't check in and check it off, yeah. you know. Because I I see like the other day I was I'm looking for some art for some something and I'm like I'm going through something and I was like fuck that's really fucking cool, you know. And <laughs> it's then only six hundred dollars, right? You no, know, no, 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 no. <laughs> you, you know, I I just like. Um, I, I'm, I'm crazy like this, but I always think about uh, architecture styles for times that I'm that, that I'm, I'm creating worlds and I'm working on this new pilot and I was like, what's that stuff going to look like? Um, and it doesn't, you know, and some people don't need that to write. But you know, I have a question for you, right? Yeah. Go ahead. Is this a staffing pilot or is this <laughs> or is this a series pilot? <laughs> this is a series pilot because I've pitched it. I've pitched the idea. I, I pitched the idea. To someone at Sci-Fi in the summer, and she was like, "I love it. Um, I need a few more things from you." Because I just sent her like uh, it's based on a graphic novel that I did, and I sent her like the first issue of the graphic novel. And I was like, "Hey, like, does this something fit within what you're trying to do?" Like, 
you know, is something that you would find interesting. You know, it's maybe it's not, even though it's sci-fi. She was like, I love it. Mm-hmm. I need to see a pilot. I need to see, you know, a deck. I need to see a showrunner. Mm-hmm. You know, it's crazy or, how many or, elements or, they asked you for or, now. Or, or, it's or, crazy. Or somebody. Oh, well, she no. <clears throat> she said to me. She said, look. She said, look. I could probably sell this off the mm-hmm. the the um the graphic co- novel. The, the, the yeah. graphic novel, but to move it fast up the chain and to actually maybe get you like a you know like a, a better than just a commission right, to write the right. thing you come in with these elements yeah. you know so I was like okay for sure I mean it's, it's 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 and I've been you know way TV sold part of my thing is I'm out meeting the people that I need to meet mm-hmm. and I gotta talk with them and meet with them and then you know like do the research on them to make sure I mean I just met with Terrence Paul Winter the other day you know um, he's a really cool good he's mm-hmm. really really nice guy um but I had, but I wanted to be prepped for his thing, you know. And he had like, and, you know, because what I didn't know about him is he was he was an actor for a long time. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Um, and he had this like, he went to USC and he gave this like hour long video interview. And I was like, I just want to watch the whole thing, you know. Okay. But so that's right. an hour out of my you tells know, you a lot about us. Yeah, it tells me a lot about of him. course. But <clears throat> but but it's not like I'm wasting it time. But it's mm-hmm. like that's time that I'm gonna allocate to not to not writing, you know. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, everything else is time allocated to not writing. Or yeah. like, let's let's let, I mean, let's face it. Yeah. But. Um, I mean, yeah, it's 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 finding the balance. I mean, I'm actually looking forward now going into the holidays because I'm going to be catching up. Like, man, I have my goals, mm-hmm. you know, finishing our, you know, our pilot. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a number. I have a number of things that I'm finishing, right. um, you know, over the holidays. And I, I like I actually love when the town just shuts down. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. even if you go to these public spaces, they're not necessarily like there's not a lot of public there to recognize yeah, you. You know what I mean? Because sure. the people are out of town, so I'm looking forward to taking advantage of uh, you know catching up. But it's it's the rigor, right? It's mm-hmm. just the rigor. It's like some some people wake up at three o'clock in the morning, they'll write you know from 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 three to six or yeah. you know whatever. It's uninterrupted time. That's when you know that's when they do it. We just have to find a way. Yeah, that's what Paul does. Paul Gio gets up super I early just to write. You know, I can do it. Yeah, yeah I, I can't wake <clears throat> up that early and do it. Yeah, I, I write I better from twelve to six mm-hmm. in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. That's when I write. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. I'm I'm a one hundred from then. Seven, I start going. Right. Eight, I start going. You know what I mean? <laughs> I gotta get home. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, look, and there are people that are the night owls, right? Mm-hmm. Like they can't, they 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 Which can't. Yeah, they can't. Uh, you know, they they can't. They, they can't start they, till midnight. Yeah, they can't start exactly. Like, like exactly. Will, yeah, Will yeah, was yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that that really boggles the mind. Right. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's like I'll I'll work, I'll I'll write late if I have a deadline. Like that, I'm trying to make a deadline, and of course, it's like he's on two hours many of sleep. That's what you do when you're barely thirty years old, though. So yeah, that's what yeah. happens. There you go. Amazing. <laughs> I'm, I'm still here working with this day. Yeah. Six year old kid. There you go. There you go. Can't do that. There you go. But uh, you know. It's, oh, it's, coffee and no those. Right. Um, it's what it is. It's what it is. Uh, cool. Well, I'm your host, Hilliard Guest. You guys can find me on Twitter at Hilliard Guest. You guys can follow the show, Screenwriters RR, on Twitter. Any questions, screenwritersrantroom at gmail.com. Please go on iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcast, um, Spotify, whatever you guys listen to. Give us a five star review. We need that for the metrics. Please um, share it. Um, Subscribe, all that shit. Follow us on our what, Chris? Follow us on our Patreon page. <clears throat> uh, there will be a link in the show notes, you, or um, or you can go to the website, which is uh, screenwritersrr.com. You can um, submit to the Patreon and follow Donate. us and subscribe. <laughs> you can buy the T-shirt there. Yeah. You can buy that little booklet about you know <laughs> this call from 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 freelance showrunner that the WJ put out. Mm-hmm. You know, like a few years ago, it's out of print booklet. Um, and there's that David Mamet 
thing on mm-hmm. there, which which is a free download that David Mamet I talked about last time. So there's a bunch of stuff on there too that people yeah. should get involved with. And sure. oh, and also I had to explain because because your girl asked yeah. about this did last you, time. Did you fix it or you got? Uh, I'm gonna do it today, okay. but to explain about the the coverage, it's mm-hmm. just it's just a one time fee. So if mm-hmm. anyone's thinking it's a massive fee, it's not just a one time fee. But there'll be like there'll be a better explanation of that in uh, as of today. Okay, awesome, cool. This will be dropping tomorrow. Oh, fantastic. So, Love you it. know, just in time for you to do your next program exactly. <laughs> over there at Rogers 50-50. Um, anyway, so you guys know how we do it on the Rant Room. We, uh, why am I going blank all of a sudden? I was about to say something to you. That's why. Um, anyway, I appreciate you. just want to say that. Thank yeah, you. It's awesome. It's awesome that you're yeah. here. It's awesome I appreciate you're doing. you guys so much. Um, and if anybody wants to reach out to me, you know, personally, especially after, I guess, this social media <laughs> conversation that we just had. Mm-hmm. But uh, you can find me on, on Twitter at Vargas Girl. And uh, then also Instagram is Vargas Girl 23. Vargas Girl 23. Cool. Because she's 23. Um, <laughs> anyway, so y'all know how we do it on the Rant Room. On the show, we keep it real. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what, everybody? Wakanda, Wakanda forever. forever. Peace, y'all. <laughs> I'ma say what I feel. And I promise to keep it real. Welcome to the Red Room. Well, you gotta be a rider Till your fears are diminishing The doubts are behind ya It's hard to grind And the business got me stressed In the rent room We let that shit up off our chest You know the street nerd has got no time for no caca Sass in class Yes, that's Mr. Bolakaja Never have to guess When you're listening to Hillier He gon' bring more game Than a shark playing billiards It's all about the crap of screenwriting It's exciting when you turn an outline Into something enlightening Your pen and words are like bullets in a gun Write what you feel